Welcome to this week's wacky edition of RVA Dirt's Quick and Dirty City Council Roundup, where we chronicle the December 17th slash 18th Richmond City Council meeting that we will not so lovingly call the final marathon of insanity for 2018. We knew that there... <laughs> I know. So sad. Oh, man. Lol sob. Yep. Big lol sob. We knew there would be one big ticket item on the agenda this evening regarding a commission to study the Navy Hill redevelopment proposal, but we didn't know we were going to be in City Hall until the next day. Good morning, Richmond. We realized things were about to go seriously awry when we noticed there were nine, that's right, nine awards and recognition presentations. Wait, either they shaved it down to seven or I totally missed the Adoption Awareness Day one and Richmond Department of Fire and Emergency Services one. Right, well, seven awards is still a lot and took an hour and a half of the meeting, but we can proudly say that we honored Chief Alfred Durham with the Thomas Jefferson Award, which is apparently the highest award in the city. Huh? Yeah. Anyway, but that's since he's retiring at the end of this year. Private citizen Melvin Jones for his advocacy for Maggie Walker. Dick Harmon for his retirement after 700-ish council meetings of gavel to gavel. We're going to miss Dick. Yeah. Richmond Department of Parks and Recreation Community Facilities Workforce Development Program. Richmond Public Library North Avenue Branch for 35 years of operation. Garden at Home Grow with Your Neighbors Team, which I personally am surprised Melissa is not already a part of. Right? Y'all hit me up. Seriously, I will garden the hell out of whatever you want. And the Carillon Civic Association. Yay, everyone. Girl, are, are you asleep? Don't forget to tell them 8th District Councilwoman Reva Trammell kept throwing shade at Chief Durham for not returning her calls during his retirement recognition. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's right. That's what she said. Go get yourself a cup of coffee or something while I take it from here. We had a few people signed up for citizen comment, plus one who may or may not have been signed up, but they let him speak anyway. Retired policeman and horse lover Glenwood Burley got up to speak about how awesome Chief Durham was, thanking him for not letting Richmond become... Chicago. Wait, what? Yeah. Anyway, principal of Franklin Military Academy, David Hudson, came down to thank Councilwoman Kim Gray for her support and gave her an award. Then Kristen Reed came and spoke on behalf of a coalition of organizations against the Coliseum, where she called for council to put communities over corporations and invest in citizens. Huh. Madison Irving was up next questioning the redevelopment project, saying RVA mayor has fed us lie after lie with inflated projections and the, quote, truly insidious part of this project, end quote, is the CEO of Dominion's involvement. People were hissing and snapping, but 3rd District Council President Chilla Chilbert must have been enjoying his last meeting as prez as he didn't knock the gavel or call anyone to order. Emma Clark spoke next, saying the development project is the easy answer to our problems, but is not the right answer. She said the project doesn't actually pay for itself, as is evidenced by the 80-block TIF that was drawn. As she finished, people are cheering, and Chilbs finally called everyone to order. Enough! I will have order! With his little gavel knock... Troy King came up to speak next, saying that regardless of what they do with the project, Richmond needs a labor union. Then, who we thought was our last speaker, Martavius Massenberg, started speaking in support of Jobs Leuna. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Which is an organization that helps train for workforce development. After that, we moved into the consent agenda. Actually, wait, wait. We have one more speaker. Oh. 
Our friend and yours, former 5th District Councilman Chuck Richardson, commanded the attention of the room as he had previously tried to sign up, but the snow day complicated things. And, well, he is Chuck, so council should just let him speak whenever. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm not sure if he spoke so much as really preached, but okay. Hallelujah! 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 Chuck really did go all in regarding 5th District Councilman Parker Agilasto's residency issue. Chuck said for as much as Agilasto is his friend, democracy is his best friend. He brought up the issue of equitable representation as mandated by the Supreme Court following the intentional annexation of Chesterfield County to dilute the black vote. Your turn for a nap, Melissa. Then we were on to consent agenda. There were two development items in the Church Hill someone came to speak against, and after calling the developer up, they found out the Church Hill Civic Association told the developer not to worry about presenting the project at a meeting as they had not heard of any dissent. The speaker not only called out the problem of Church Hill Civic Association not representing everyone, but they got the papers continued and sent back for more public input. Like, Three people then had false starts trying to speak on the proposed commission for Navy Hill, but that still wasn't till later. Consent agenda ultimately passed with the exception of the two items in Churchill that were continued. Finally, we were on to the regular agenda at 8.30 p.m. with the first item for discussion being the proposed commission to evaluate the Navy Hill proposal. Wait, what was that about again? Right. This was 2nd District Councilman Kim Gray's paper for a nine-person commission to study the project proposal over 90 days and offer council the recommendation. The chair and vice chair would be appointed by council and then those two would nominate the remaining seven. At the last organizational development meeting, council passed this with recommendation to approve on a 5-4 vote. However, at the informal session, 1st District Councilman Andreas Addison offered amendments, such as shortening it to a 30-day period and each council member having the opportunity to appoint one member of the commission. The typical for and against arguments were made, so here's a quick highlight reel. J.J. Miner spoke in opposition to the paper and Gray asked him to clarify if if he was speaking in his role as an employee of the city and J.J. said he was speaking as himself but no one who works for the city should be discouraged from speaking. Joe Morrissey spoke in support of the paper and was citing a TIFF expert or two. The Alliance for Progressive Virginia had a couple speakers in support of the paper and they have a statement online. Kirsten Gray spoke in support of the commission in addition to a body scan and colonoscopy of the project. Oh my god I died. I died when she said that. It I was did too. so hard not to snort audibly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Kirsten, we love mm. you for that. Omari El Gaddafi spoke citing concerns with favoritism of TIF districts documented in other locations. Ellen Shinzius said council evaluating this project themselves was like taking a toothpick to a lightsaber fight. <laughs> And former 5th District Councilman Marty Jewell spoke out saying he's seen corporate interests derail public interest in the past and cites a project as an example that I'm pretty sure he voted in favor of while he was on council, so he probs deaf nose the reality. There were more people to speak in opposition and in favor, but since we don't want to keep you until after midnight, that's your quick and dirty. <laughs> so, just shy of 9.20 p.m., the paper went back to council for discussion. Remember, this passed on a 5-4 vote at organizational development. The council members who were not in support of the commission, Addison, 9th District Councilman Mike Jones, 6th District Councilwoman Robertson, and 7th District Councilwoman Cynthia Newbill all expressed how they support a larger process for council to evaluate projects. Basically that this commission can't be the only thing they do. During public comment, some of the paper's opposition was to wait for the project to be presented before they decide to do this commission, and some of council's comments made it seem like Addison's proposed amendments were an attempt to delay to give the mayor a chance to present the project. Well, 
supporters of the ordinance were of the opinion that the mayor has had the chance and hasn't taken it. So they need to do something. An interesting point raised by Agilasto is that there are only nine TIF districts in Virginia, whereas other states have hundreds. And they need to evaluate what the story is behind Virginia law where localities aren't using this method of financing. Newbill kept pressing Gray to see if she supported a consultant being hired because there was a previous consensus. After everyone got to a place where they wanted a commission and a consultant, they passed the commission after 10 p.m. on a 8 to 1 vote with Jones as the only dissenting vote. It was a complete shock to all of us that it switched from 5-4 to 8-1 like that. I think I heard audible gasps when Addison voted yes. Then we went on to spending an hour debating the residency requirement that got introduced in March. Originally, it was just supposed to remove the residency requirement for all but three positions. Now the current iteration has this thing about a hundred mile waiver eligibility and no one really seemed to like that idea. So it was a really odd discussion. We ended up down a tangent rabbit hole when Robertson decided to try and bring council member residency into the discussion of his paper. <laughs> that was awkward. Finally, around 11 p.m., they motioned for continuance because it's stupid late and that isn't fair to the public. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, we're about to leave. They continue that paper and head immediately into the next regular agenda items. But didn't we just say it was too late at night? Welcome to RVA Council, where the points are made up. They had two papers for selling tax delinquent property to the Maggie Walker Land Trust that passed with no comment, so I have no clue why these were on the regular agenda instead of the consent agenda. Robertson had a paper requesting support for developer and home builder backed tax break legislation to be lobbied at the General Assembly level. Her argument was that it would give council the authority to give tax abatement for vacant land, and they could implement it to be only for affordable housing. No one's really buying this. Gray likens agreeing with developers slash home builders to be like her kids, supporting ice cream for dinner. They voted down saying that it takes too much money out of the city already with tax breaks. They did pass their support for asking the General Assembly to extend the absentee ballot deadline in the event of an election runoff. Oh, and finally we got to announcements. The clock struck midnight in the midst of announcements. It was a new day, but the same old shit on council. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> we found out hella people are leaving, though. Deborah, the deputy chief clerk, is retiring. Lou Brown Ali is leaving her post. Chilbs is no longer council president. Ah, this is where I insert screams and applause. Newbill is no longer council vice president, and Dick Harmon has signed off from gavel to gavel for the last time. That was a downer. It was. With that, we'll see you next year. Oh, wait, don't forget to come record your hopes, dreams, wishes for 2019 with us at the WRIR station at 3 p.m. on December 23rd. I know my wish will be for council president that follows Robert's rules of order, but I hear there'll be cookies and hot apple cider if you come hang out. We'll rate this meeting five smoke detectors out of five, all going off at once, even though you ripped them off the wall and have beaten them with a baseball bat mercilessly. But they still keep going, screeching into the night, keeping you from sleep so that you are a crazed lunatic, pulling your hair out and muttering to yourself, is this forever? 